listening to the Fish on Ted podcast with your host, Ted Johnson. Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast. And I want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for 2019. Gosh, it's uh, just seems like this year just got started and all of a sudden we're at the end of it and, and it's uh, just an amazing how fast life travels on on people. I want to thank all of our listeners for being so diligent over the last year and uh, 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 listening to the, all of the podcasts that we have uh, on uh, now the channel and just appreciate the, the listenership. If you have not subscribed, the uh, please uh, touch the subscribe button on the podcast and that way you'll be alerted every time that we bring our weekly podcast to you. So without further ado, I have a special guest today. He's out of Goldendale, Washington. And uh, Cody, do I have you on the line? Hi, Ted. How are you, man? Good. Good. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Cody, well, thanks much for uh, kind of carving out part of your day. I uh, hope that you've uh, had uh, had a good year this year and are looking forward to 2020. Yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, looking forward to 2020. It looks like it's going to be a good year. Oh, you know, that's what I'm hearing out there. Now, now, Cody, your company is Cody's Guided Adventures. Is that right? Correct. Ah, uh, very good. And just for our listeners out there, uh, what uh, what may, what do you mainly fish for, Cody? Uh, salmon, bass, and sturgeon. Right now, uh, I I do I have been in the walleye the walleye fishery in the Dow's Pool, which is where I've been walleye fishing, has uh, kind of went downhill uh, yeah. due to overfishing because there's no limit on uh, walleye anymore. Wow! And uh, all the age classes are getting killed off. And uh, so I'm going to start fishing the upper Columbia. The fishery mm -hmm. is way better up there. And, mm -hmm. uh, but for right now, I'm mainly doing fall schnook, sturgeon, and bass. Ah, very good. Now, what sections of the Columbia do you typically fish? I fish from Cascade Locks all the way up to McNary Dam. I am going to oh. start doing the fall schnook fishery up at Hampered this year. Uh-huh. Now, Hanford, uh, that's Hanford, Washington, is that right? Uh, yeah, it's up by, uh, oh, uh, Vernita. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I, I'm just curious, that, that's the same place where they've got uh, the Hanford nuclear plant, right? Correct. Ah, really? No kidding. No kidding. And, and, and I understand that's a pretty darn good place to go uh, Chinook fishing, huh? Yeah, if you want to get your biggest Chinook, that's the place to go. Really? How big have you caught them up there? Uh, a lot of the fish average up there around, you know, anywhere from 20 to 40 pounds. And, uh, and they get bigger than that, too. Bigger than that? Really? What, what's the biggest yeah. one you had to the boat? Uh, probably 40. Really? Gosh, yeah, but I've seen every year somebody gets one over 40. Really? That's a, that's a darn big fish. Yeah. Now, and what time of year do you uh, do you fish for those? Uh, 
Late September, early October. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, well Cody, how in the world did you uh, get into uh, having such a, a passion for fishing? Well, my dad got me started into it. I actually, my dad bought me my first boat when I was 10 years old. Wow. And uh, to start off from there, I early 90s through the late 90s, I, I, I grew up in St. Helens, Oregon. And uh, okay. They used to have Bassmaster Classics down at Scappoose Bay. Yeah. And, uh, I used to go to every single one of them. And uh, I'd be out there in my in my little boat and uh, right there at uh, takeoff. And I'd watch all the bass boats take off and everything. And, and uh, yeah, it, it just I, – I just love fishing. And uh, it just – it keeps growing and growing. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, man! It, you got a boat at ten years of age. That's incredible. Yep, my my first, my own boat. Yep. Wow. Now, now you would fish bass, I'm assuming, down there. But what else would you fish down there? Uh, sturgeon. I mainly, when I was younger, I my dad was an avid salmon fisherman, but yeah. I'd go out salmon fishing with him. But I was mainly into bass, crappie, uh, sturgeon, uh, stuff like that, and. Uh -huh. uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, my dad would be out salmon fishing. I'd be out either sturgeon or bass fishing most of the time. Oh, I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Now, is, is dad still fishing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is he? Oh, that's cool. He, uh, he must be excited that uh, he, he now has a professional fishing guide in the family. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, He's stoked about it. Oh, absolutely. Now, now when did this, did this passion turn into a profession um last year um i actually had a uh i bought actually I, i'm on my second new boat in less than two years really? um i uh i bought a boat and the hole cracked in uh four spots and uh so i got uh long story short i got rid of it I got out of it, and uh, I got a way better boat that I can actually guide out of. Yeah. And, uh, went to maritime school, got my certification, and here I am. Wow, good for you, man. Good for you. It, uh, uh, it sounds like uh, you're going full steam ahead, huh? Yep, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get my business going to where that's all I have to do is, is fish. There you go. So uh, what kind of boat do you use, Cody? Just give them uh... – a plug if you may i got a 20 foot river wild okay that's aluminum right yeah uh-huh i'll be trying but and and what do you get that have to push that around with i got a 90 horse honda and a 9.9 .9, uh yamaha kicker uh -huh. and uh Minn Kota altera for the front yeah. with autopilot and all that stuff uh-huh um, and uh garmin fish fine fish finder system yeah uh yeah it's it's been an awesome boat it's been a very fishy boat ever since the first day i took it out i've been catching fish in it so oh that's awesome now how many people can you fish out of the boat at one time cody i i will fish four people at a time okay okay and your license lets you go to what six you have a six pack license is that what it is yes I have, yeah i have a six pack yeah yeah i'll be darned well that's well that's cool so in 2020, uh, what's the what's the the next 
opportunity that uh, you've got coming up uh, to uh, the, the fish people? January 1st is keeper sturgeon season above Bonneville Dam. Okay. Uh, I'm most likely going to be starting my season out in the Dallas pool. Uh-huh. And uh, they have to be 43 inches to 54 inches in that pool. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably end my keeper sturgeon season because that, that pool usually closes first. Okay. The, the, the quota is uh, – smaller i'm not exactly sure what the quota is it's it's around 100 something this mm -hmm. year uh and then uh once that closes i'm gonna go down to the bonneville pool and start fishing by cascade locks yeah um yeah uh it should be a great season so far my scouting trips have been awesome uh we've been catching some really big keeper size and uh a lot of fish in the keeper size category because you want them this time of year, the fish literally, they will travel in groups or not travel. They'll, uh, they'll stay in, in size groups. So you'll get like, uh, you'll get an area where all you'll catch is oversized and, and like, I don't know, 20, 25 inches and you'll be right. catching them all long. You won't get anything in between. It'll all be oversized and, and really, really small ones. Then really? you got What's that? I, I said, no kidding. I'll be darned. Yeah. And then, and then you got to search around for the other size class, which is everything in between. Right. When you find that, which, you know, 30 inch to, you know, 54 is the anywhere from 30 to 60 inches. That's the size you want to, you want to find. And when you find that, then you just, you got to, you got to stay there and wait out till you get a keeper size. Right. So, now, for those uh, uh, listeners that we have that are not from the Northwest, um, and we're talking about oversized sturgeon, what, what do you mean when you, you're talking about fishing for oversized? I'm talking like 7-foot to 13-foot fish. Holy mackerel. How, and how, how much does a 13-foot 13, huh, 13 fish weigh? Uh, I, I don't know. You can't, you can't get them out of the water, but I'm guessing probably around – up probably over 400 pounds easy wow that's yeah, a big they're, fish they're about as big around as a 55 gallon barrel really no kidding no yeah. kidding so if somebody goes oversized fishing uh, with you what what can they expect are the you catch a couple of those a day or what uh it depends on what time of year like if i was doing an oversized trip this time of year um you know maybe two or three a day with a lot of little guys. Mm -hmm. um, but the best time to do oversized fishing is probably March through July. Oh, okay. Um, this year I did one trip and we caught over 15. I think we caught 15 or 16. I can't remember. We 15 or 16 uh, fish that are all over eight foot. Wow. That's a hell of in one day, in one day, really? Yeah, yeah. Good it was it was Lord. pretty nuts. It was like literally land one, get back, kind of rest a little bit, take a drink of water, put our rods back in the water, and we already had a bite again. And uh, we're using like uh, we're using whole shad. 
So these this bait we use in they're anywhere from one to two pounds. Really, really. That that's that's eating eating size fish for for most families, and you're using it as bait. Yep. Yep. Good lord. And 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 then the keeper sturgeon you fish for in January. Is that right? Yeah. They we used okay. to have a summer season. I don't. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't think they opened it up this last year. Most of the time when it opens, it's only open for either one day mm -hmm. or, or a week. Right. I didn't hear about it this year, so I don't think we had it this year. But, yeah, the January season usually lasts the whole month of January for the, de for the uh, Bonneville pool. Mm -hmm. And anything above the Bonneville pool usually only lasts like a week. Yeah, okay. Okay. So. Yeah, and, and I've I've eaten sturgeon a number of times, and it's delicious meat. Gosh, it's it's amazing. Oh yeah, it's 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 just like halibut, and maybe better. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. You know, and I was amazed. I I fished sturgeon a number of times. You know, I was expecting a fish um, that you know that dwells on the bottom because that's what they do, right? They're sort of like a a catfish or uh, any other type of bottom dweller that we wouldn't get much fight out of these things, but you know, those things will launch themselves entirely out of the water. If it, it, a lot of the times, and you know, it's like fishing for Marlin. These things are coming up and they're just gargantuan. Oh yeah. Yeah. They definitely put on a show. Yeah. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So you're fishing sturgeon and then you have a, a run of salmon coming in, uh, what in the spring? Uh, yeah, Drano Lake will have a uh, spring schnook fishing. Usually that kicks up around uh, mid-April. Right. Um, you just got to you just got to uh, watch the damn counts pretty much. And right. uh, I'm not sure what the prediction this year is on how many we're supposed to get. And usually they're wrong, <laughs> so you can't really count. You really can't count on the prediction. Right. Um, but uh yeah it'll be uh spring chinook but also around the same time i will be uh looking for walleye too oh okay okay surgeon yeah. is over i'm going after walleye right so right well terrific and and uh walleye it's interesting in oregon has not been a real popular fishery up until the last few years but um you know i never knew that the columbia had such a population of walleye until about five years ago. But aren't they predicting that uh, the next world record is going to come out of the Columbia somewhere? Oh, yeah, and it, and it will. I guarantee it will. I mean, the, the Indians with their, with their nets, you should, they, the stuff they, they get in their nets, they can't count towards state records. Okay. Uh, but I've seen pictures of them where, you know, they're – they're holding it up to their chest and the tail's hitting the ground. That's a walleye? Yeah. <laughs> really? That's a big yeah, walleye. It's oh. just a matter of time. You know, I, I have uh, friends up by Tri-Cities, and uh, they they catch a number of them that are in the 16, 18-pound range every year. And the world record isn't like 23 pounds or something like that? Yeah, it's somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. So an 18-pound fish is uh, 
is sort of knocking at the door, isn't it? I mean, give it, you know, that same fish catching it this year compared to last year, you might have it close to 23. Yeah, yeah. and But, you know, the the thing is, is a lot of these big fish, they need to be released to keep the fishery going because those are our big females. That's and, true. Um, so, for you know, somebody probably already caught it. They just released it, you know, and uh, oh. um, I urge everybody out there, it doesn't matter what pool you're in, please release the females. There is no limit on walleye on the Columbia River. And this is one of our best fisheries we have between Oregon and Washington. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would be very sad to see it go. Oh, absolutely. A absolutely. I'm, I'm really amazed that there is no limit on walleye. I mean, even, even if it, you know, has an overpopulation, you, you would think there'd be some sort of limit on it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like in the Great Lakes, you know, they have an awesome walleye population mm -hmm. and they, you know, they all have limits on their stuff. It's right. Uh, it's the fact, the reason why bass walleye, any of those species don't have limits on them is because to the state and they are, they are an invasive species, but they've been around forever. Mm -hmm. um, they, they're they considered invasive and the state and the, uh, the government, they want them gone out of the river. Oh, really? And, yeah. And that's why there's no limit on it. Yeah. So are they, I, what are they eating the salmon and steelhead smolt? Is that what they're done? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know what? When it, when when you're talking about smolts, the yeah. colprants, uh all these mergansers, um, you got bass, you got walleye, you got uh all sorts of stuff. And actually those colmorants and the mergansers, I think, kill more smolts than anything. Oh, okay. You know, they'll you'll watch one out in the river and you'll see it eat, you know five little fish in, in a matter of minutes, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it actually, I heard one time there was a rock. I can't remember where it was at, but it was where a lot of the birds uh, hang out at. And uh, you know, those chips that they put in the salmon noses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. They went over there and I guess that whole, I that rock island was just covered in it in the, in the bird feces. No kidding. Really? Yeah, there's chips everywhere. Wow. So, yeah. They need to they need to open up the season on those, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can kill gansers, but they're on a uh, separate limit than what your ducks are, and nobody wants to shoot them because they want they want good ducks. So right. right. I'll be darned. Well, you you know, Cody, when you and I started talking originally. Um, you brought up that you were also guiding for bass. And, and that's sort of a novelty from at least my experience on the Columbia. You don't have much, uh, many other people guiding bass, do you? Uh, there's a handful on the river. Yeah. I mean, if somebody asks for it, I'm pretty sure any guide out there will do it. But as far right. as a targeting market, no, there's not yeah. that many. Yeah. And, um, and, and in our conversations that we've had, you're saying there are some pretty doggone big bass in the Columbia, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they range 
the most average size bass you'll catch in the Columbia it will be two, two and a half pounds on average. That's a good size uh, fit. Yeah, and then um, about uh, every year we get one over six. Mm-hmm. I haven't broke broke seven yet. <laughs> yeah, but a little over six pounds. A lot of fours. Um, yeah, few fives. And yeah, it's just super healthy. I mean, they got all the feed in the world. They got tons of crawfish. Um, you know, the uh, the shad, the shad smolts, because mm-hmm. we get billions of shad. And when they spawn, all those babies are in the river for like three months. Oh. And the walleye and the bass just feed on them like crazy. And right. actually, it hurts the fishing because they're so full. <laughs> Oh really? So, yeah. Oh, no kidding. So so how do you how do you fish bass on on the Columbia? Do you have a you have a go to technique? Uh, it all depends. Um, my two go tos is trolling for them, uh, uh-huh. with, and that's honestly really fun because you'll have five rods out and it, you'll be trolling along, and all of a sudden three rods will go down. You'll have three fish on at once, and uh, <laughs> really and that happens literally all day long. I mean, uh-huh. it's it's all summer long. You can have, uh, I'll have fifty to uh, two hundred fish days, and that's that's common. Wow, and, no kidding. Yeah, and springtime is a little slower, but you get better quality fish mm-hmm. because they're just coming out of winter, so they're really really fat. When right. you start getting up into uh, uh, mid-May, anything past mid-May, pretty much, they start getting pretty – they get not skinny, but they're skinnier. Yeah. And, uh, but you catch a ton of fish. Like, right. you catch one in the summertime that's four pounds. In the springtime, it would have been six. Right, right. Wow, so, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. I, uh, it's been a number of years ago, but I uh, used to fish for smallmouth on the Willamette. Um, uh, just south of Portland and I didn't even know the fish were there until a friend of mine took me out and uh, um, we, we hooked some nice you know some nice bass and you know a couple in the five and six pound range about every other trip you know and holy smokes when you get a six pounder on or a five pounder on you know it's game on those things are just they fight you all the way to the boat don't they oh yeah Oh yeah, it's a, it's an absolute blast. I mean, if for somebody who wants to go out and catch fish all day, that's mm-hmm. the trip to book right there. Well, that'd be that'd be great for kids, wouldn't it? I mean, their first. Oh yeah, it's easy for kids. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other way I fish for them too, if if the trolling gets slow, is um, fish tubes, tube jigs. Oh, okay. And, uh, you just jig them off the bottom, drag them in. And uh, you got to fish them right on the bottom. And they, mm-hmm. they represent a uh, – or they imitate a crawdad or a sculpin. Oh. And that's another, that's another uh, bait that I forgot to mention. Sculpin is one of the number one baits for walleye and uh, bass in the Columbia, too. Really? Yeah. Really? What, what do you – you, you kind of fillet those out? Or how, how do you uh... – how do you present them? Oh, uh, the sculpin? Yeah. Oh, just uh, 
you just throw tubes. They represent. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, but I, like I've opened up bass and walleye and they'll be yeah. full of those sculpin. Really? Yeah. No kidding. No yeah, kidding. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the only really three things that I find in my bass are shad smolts, crawfish, and sculpin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and people will, uh, will take bass home to eat, huh? Oh yeah. They're delicious. They're like, they're like a notch under walleye. <laughs> really? You know that, yeah. They, uh, some people say, you know, they taste muddy and everything. Yeah. If you go to a lake and you go catch a big largemouth or something, it's probably going to taste pretty muddy, but you get right. these Columbia river bass. They are absolutely delicious, especially if you catch them out in the main river, if you catch yeah. them in these small ponds on the side of the river. They might mm -hmm. be a little muddy, but I've never had any problems with the bass out of the river. Really? I'll be darned. Now, can yeah. you, you catch walleye and bass in the same day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sweet. and sometimes bass fishing will catch big walleye. Really? I'll be darned. Gosh, and like you, like you were saying, or you alluded to, walleye are incredible eating, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're a freshwater lean cod. <laughs> oh wow, that's what that's a that's a great way to put it. I'll be darned. Yeah. I'll be darned. So then, after this, it, it, during the summertime, are you what are you fishing on the for in the summertime? Uh, right now I've been mainly fishing uh, bass and uh, oversized sturgeon catch and release. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully, our sockeye run is going to be good this year and yeah. our summer run and i will be doing that up by uh brewster okay and uh i'll be fishing the summer chinook and sockeye and but like i said it all depends on how big of a run we get because yeah you never know year to year if they're going to open it or not so that's sort of surprising that you get sockeye that far up in the columbia that's amazing yeah uh actually growing up down by st helens uh it's weird i i never hear them get caught in between like savvy's island and brewster you never hear anybody catching them except maybe a few times shad fishing off the bank at, at the dams but right. uh, beach fishing down by st helens i used to catch them all the time off the beach fishing for schnook you did and, really? yeah they're fresh out of the salt beautiful fish and you know, they're awesome down there, but I tell you what, you catch them up by up, up river. Mm -hmm. They're just, good. they're not as bright, but they're really, really good. They cut super red. Really? Really? Yeah. How big of fish are they up there? Uh, they usually range around three to six pounds at the top end. Okay. And, and what, what's the limit on those? I believe it is going to be, Three or four per oh, person. Wow. wow, that fills a cooler up pretty quick, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Well that is that is so cool, man. That is so cool. Now go now Goldendale, the, the town that you're in, um, is is that like what, right across the uh, um, the river from the Dalles? Is that roughly where you're at? Uh no, we're about uh, forty minutes east of the dalles on the washington side oh okay okay yeah it's up it's 
uh, you cross at Biggs and then you go uh, north, northeast into uh, Washington and then it's up there. Ah, okay. Okay. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. So, so personally, what, I mean, with all the different uh, species of fish that you had before and, and all the experiences that you've had, what, what, what's your, what's your favorite fish to fish for? Fall Chinook and smallmouth bass. Really? Wow. Now, yeah. why the fall Chinook? Uh, they're super aggressive. Um, there's more of them than the spring Chinook. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It just, you get way more action than you do in the springtime. Mm -hmm. I guess that's mm -hmm. why I like a lot of action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Plus, they're just beasts up where you're at. I mean, that. that oh, yeah. I mean, you, you hear about some big fish being caught like at Buoy 10 and, and uh, on the way up. But for whatever reason, it, you know, it's a, maybe that's just my experience. You don't hear of a 40-pound fish being caught until about, you know, about the reach, do you? Not really. Not anymore. Um, yeah. Back in the 90s, you know, well, growing up, uh, we used a hog line fish, you know, down by St. Helens. And, they, you know, my biggest – my biggest Chinook is 35 pounds down there mm -hmm. and, uh, Rome bright, you know, still had sea lice on it. And, right. uh, but yeah, for some reason, the last 10, 15 years, you don't see any big ones being caught, you know, below the reach. And yeah. it's weird. So Cody, you, you were saying that, uh, that you just, you're not seeing any of the big fish being caught below the reach. Is that right? No, not really. Yeah. They, uh, you really don't see them breaking 30. Any, uh -huh. the reason, it's weird. I don't know if they just – they run out super deep, but they're obviously not that aggressive below. Uh, mm -hmm. I have noticed, though, the darker the fish gets, the more aggressive they get. Uh, okay. Now, now how, how dark are, are they when they reach the reach? Well, like this year, uh, I've seen some pretty bright ones go, get caught up there. Um, uh -huh. You know, they uh, – you know they're they're not like spawned out dark, but they're mm -hmm. they're get they're get they're getting their spawning colors. Put it that way. Okay. We get a great big fire truck. I mean they're just uh -huh. super super red. Really? Um, yeah, and uh, you know it it's hit or miss up there. You can get one that's dark and it'll have you know bright pink meat in it, and you'll get mm -hmm. one that's dark. It'll have you know kind of pale meat in it but you know they're still good you can smoke them up and they're great right right yeah so i was going to ask you if you uh typically eat the eat the fish when you catch them on the reef oh yeah yeah they're they're good yeah that that's beginning to be such a popular fishery what 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 um how many weeks or months are you fishing that area um, I usually fish the mouth of the Klickitat and the Deschutes as long as I can, as long as it stays mm -hmm. open. Right. So I'll probably usually get to fish up there uh, a month tops. Okay. Usually the Deschutes keeps put the mouth of the Deschutes puts out fish pretty late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so. and that, that's what October, November, where you're at, when you're there. Uh, no, it'll be, uh, uh, September, early October, mm -hmm. and probably upwards of October is when I, when I'd start probably going up to the reach. Got it. 
Got it. Yeah. And then, and then after that whole fishery, um, it's coho at the mouth of the click tat. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. And we got closed down this year on everything. I just, nothing could stay open to save anybody's life. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Usually, usually coho usually never closes at the mouth of the click tat and they closed it this year. And, uh, but, like right now, there's still there's still coho running up there. I mean, whether they're bright or not, they're they're still in there. Right, and, right. Uh, catch coho from October, you know, through the first part of December. No kidding. Just kind of taking their time getting there, huh? Yeah, and they just hang out there too until they're ready to spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Gosh, it sounds like you. Uh, uh, you 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 live in just a constant uh, um, um, parade of, of fish runs coming through. Yeah, I I love the Columbia River. It's a great yeah. it's a great fishery. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Well, well, Cody, how do people get a hold of you if you'd like to book a trip in 2020? Um, you can go to my website at uh, codysguidedadventures.com or mm -hmm. fish with Cody. Um, okay. Or uh, look me up on Facebook at Cody's Guided Adventures, and uh -huh. uh, you get all the information there. Um, you can call me, message me, text me, do you know whatever you want to do. Uh, I will get back to you as soon as I can. So, Very good. Yeah. What What's your telephone number, Cody? Five four one seven zero five five one eight four. Awesome. Well, Cody, we sure appreciate the chance to uh, talk with you, and, and we really appreciate you sharing um, a little bit about uh, who you are and the passion that you have for the sport. It sounds like uh, you've got a, uh, a, a wonderful profession ahead of you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2020. <laughs> and well, terrific. Terrific. Well, Happy New Year to uh, you and your family. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the river. All right. Happy New Year to you. Okay. Thanks, Cody.